World Series is Ralph Carter. Thank you very much, Jim Simpson and Wayne Garrett in the batter's box. Wayne batting 200 for the World Series with five hits and 25 times up. He's had two home runs, the only player to have two in the World Series. And here's the first pitch. It's a ball strike. Ken Oldsman, 21-13 in the regular season. 16 complete games. He had four shutouts, pitched 297 innings, gave up 275 base hits, walked 66, struck out 157. Here's a pitch back to the plate. It's a curveball outside and low, and it's a 1-1 count. Now the wind up, the pitch to Garrett, swung on, a fastball, foul back on the play. One ball, two strikes. Garrett with 16 home runs in the regular season, batted 256. He had 58 runs batted in. Left hand batter, leading off here for the New York Mets. The seventh game is underway. Pitch back by Holtzman, a curveball, strike three ball. Holtzman's third ball game, his third start, and that was his third strikeout in the World Series. That brings up Felix Mion, who batted 290 in the overall season with three home runs, 37 runs batted in. Mion batting 179 for the World Series, five hits and 28 times up. Mion, a right-hand batter, chokes up in the bat about 12 inches, takes the ball strike. As you can tell, this crowd here is very loud, very enthusiastic. A plus factor for the Oakland A's. with a lifetime record of 114 wins comes back and a fat ball is rounded foul over toward the A's dugout. Strike two count. Lifetime against the Mets. Holtzman while pitching for the Chicago Cubs won four and lost nine. Not counting as 1-1 record here in the World Series against the Mets. Two strike count. The sign goes out. Gene Jennings the catcher and the pitch to Miata's hit foul down the third base side. Ball off of Meon's foot, and the count holds at strike two. No team has won back-to-back World Series since the Yankees did it in 1961 and 62. Hayes trying to accomplish that feat here today. Meon back in the batter's box. Stands very close to the plate, leans over the plate. Holtzman into the windup, and again the two-strike pitch. A ground ball hit out to short. Fielded by Campanera. The quarter first base to the out. Two men away, and Rusty Stop coming up. Stop, the leading hitter in the World Series. He has nine base hits and 22 times up, batting 409. He has driven in five runs in the series, and three of them off Ken Holtzman with a three-run home run at Chase Stadium. a left-hand batter, hit 279 in the overall season with 15 home runs and 76 runs batted in. And Holtzman into the lineup, and here's his first pitch to stop. It's popped up into left center field. Moving over is Reggie Jackson. He makes the call, and the catch is retired in order. And the score at the end of one half inning, the Mets nothing, the open A's coming up. This is Milo Hamilton, voice of the Atlanta Braves. You know, I've been following the World Series for over 35 years, and I still don't know how to pick the winner. But when it comes to airlines, I always pick the right one. Let's see how you do. Which airline is ready when you are to 99 cities in the Western Hemisphere? If you pick Delta, you pick the right airline. Which airline is ready when you are with almost 1,500 jet takeoffs every day? If you pick Delta, you pick the right airline. 
Which airline is ready when you are with more money-saving Nitro service to more cities than any other airline? If you pick Delta, you're right again. Which airline is the airline run by professionals? The answer is Delta. More than 28,000 highly skilled Delta people are ready and eager to serve you. This is Final Hamilton saying, next trip, fly Delta. And pay for your tickets with the American Express card. You can even extend your airfare payment with the American Express card sign and fly plan. Delta is ready when you are. John Matlock, warming up now for the New York Mets. Remember, in his last five starts, has given up only one earned run and 40 innings of pitches. That is quite some record. He has one and one here in this World Series, and yet in all of the innings that he has pitched 14, he has not given up an earned run in the World Series. Don Miller, the first baseman, Felix Beyond at second. Bud Harrelson having a great series as his Campaneras have opened at shortstop. Wayne Garrett, the third baseman. Leon Jones out in left. Don Horn in center. Rusty Staub at right. Gary Gordy behind the plate has just thrown the ball down to Beyond. Don Matlack gets a last word or two from Don Miller, the first baseman, who drops over to the mound. Now goes back. Campanera steps in and here again as well. Thank you, Jim. And John Matlack, who was hit by a line drive back on May the 8th and suffered a fractured skull, gets set to go. He was out 11 days, came back, and since then has pitched marvelous baseball for the New York Mets. Kurt Campanaris, the batter, hitting 222 for the series, six hits and 27 times up. Mets have their first baseman and third baseman in, and the first pitch of fastball is swung on the Mets strike one. That last pitch, the two-hit shutout against the Cincinnati Reds in the championship series. Now the left-hander back again, and the pitch is checked on, and it's in for a call strike. A curveball to knees. Campaneros did not like the call by Marty Springstead. In the regular season, Campaneros batted 250 with four home runs and 46 runs batted in. At 34 stolen bases and 44 tries. Now Campaneros back in the batter's box after his discussion with the home plate umpire. Two-strike count, Matlack into the windup. Here's the pitch. It is rounded foul out by the third base coach, Irv Norn, and the count holds at strike two. Matlack with three shutouts in the regular season, had 14 complete games, worked 242 innings, gave up 210 hits, walked 99, struck out 205. And again, the two-strike pitch, a breaking ball, but it's high and away. One and two. Jerry Adair, the first base coach for the Oakland A's, along with Irv Norn, the third base coach. And Matlack into the windup, and the 1-2 delivery. It is hit down towards third base. Garrett has it to throw to first base in time, and Campanaris is out. That'll bring up Joe Rudy. Rudy, batting 292, has been a fielding sensation for Oakland in this World Series. Driven in three runs with seven base hits and 24 times up. No score. One away, bottom half of the first. Rudy, a right-hand batter, hit 270 in the regular season with 12 home runs and 66 runs batted in. And Matlack. Into the windup. His first pitch to Rudy is down low. It's ball one. Matlack working on three days rest. Of the regular season, the Met pitcher is normally working every fifth day on four days rest. Matlack worked eight innings at Shea Stadium in a game won by the Mets six to one. 
back on Wednesday evening. Ball that was thrown back to Matlock by Grody got away, so a little bit of delay as it comes back to the mound. The 1-0 pitch, and it's a breaking ball high. Two balls, no strike. Grody being played by the shortstop, Bud Harrelson, in the hole at short, a wide area. Through the middle, wide open. Field side back into the stands out of play. 
Oakland Coliseum has a lot of foul area. Stands curving away to the deepest part, away from first base and third base. So the foul area about as large as any park in Major League Baseball, maybe larger. Throw to first base and Rudy's chase back. Two balls, two strikes. Ken Matlack sets up. And his next pitch. It is fouled off. The count holds at two balls and two strikes. Only the first game of this World Series where there has not been a sellout crowd. First game, 46,021 attending here at Open Coliseum. Passy crowd is 49,333. reads the signs from Jerry Grody. Again, he sets up, and here's the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed, and Matlack gets his first strikeout as he throws a fastball by Sal Bando. Two men away, it brings up Reggie Jackson. Jackson has had eight base hits in 25 times, up batting 320. Drove in two runs in yesterday's ball game, scored the other. Jackson has had five base hits off the Met relief pitcher, Tug McGraw. Jackson in the regular season batted 293 with 32 home runs, 117 runs batted in. And Matlack with his first pitch, a check swing, ground ball out towards third base. Fielded by Garrett, he quickly throws over to first base for the out that retires the side. No run, no hit, the walk, and one man left. And the score at the end of one, the Mets nothing, Oakland nothing. Scroll here after one in game seven of the World Series, the deciding game. Ken Holtzman, who dispatched Garrett, Neon, and Straub in short order in the top of the first. Now we'll face Jones, Miller, and Grody as we begin the second. And here's Ruff. Leon Jones, batting 320 for the series with eight base hits, 25 times up. He's driven in one run. That was on a home run. Jones in the regular season batted 260 with 11 home runs and 48 runs batted in. Holtzman and pitching the three batters in the first inning struck out one. Striking out Wayne Garrett, getting Felix Meon the ground to short, and Rusty Staub to fly to center field. First pitch to Cleon Jones. It's hit the deep center field. Moving back is Reggie Jackson. He's back to the morning track, and he turns. He gets under the ball and makes the catch. Deep fly ball to straightaway center field for the out. pitch, one away, it brings up John Miller. Miller having a good series in his second year in professional baseball, batting 333 for the series, eight base hits and 24 times up. Left-hand batter played as a full hitter by the Oakland team, and Milner squares around in bunting position, takes a pitch inside the ball. Milner decoying the bunting, led the club in home runs with 23 and had 72 runs batted in while hitting 239 for the year. Pitch back to Miller, he takes a fastball, it is inside, two balls, no strike. Ken Holtzman, 21 and 13 in the regular season, and the left-hander with his next pitch. It is hit in the air, the shallow right field, going back is Dick Green, the second baseman, he's making the call and has a little bit of trouble with the ball at the last minute, but makes the catch. 
for Ken Holtzman that brings up the catcher, Jerry Grody. Grody hitting 269 for the series, seven base hits, 26 times up. No score in the ball game, two Manapel in the top of the second. Mets have yet to have a base runner. Holtzman has retired five in a row, and Grody steps into the batter's box. Grody, a right-hand batter, the pitch to the plate is fouled off back into the stands on the first base side, strike one. Last year, Ken Holtzman won 19 and lost 11 for Oakland. And the one-strike delivery. It is inside, one and one. A's pitchers have a combined earned run average against the Mets of 2.53. The Mets have had a combined ERA of 1.74 against Oakland. Here's a pitch back for a ball. Two and one in the count. Brody missing 60 days of the regular season when he was hit by a pitch ball and had his wrist broken. And the 2-1 delivery. Line to center field coming up is Reggie Jackson. And he tries to shoot it, makes a diving catch. A fine play by Reggie Jackson. That retires the side. Another one, two, three inning on a sensational catch by Jackson. And the score at the end of one and a half innings. The Mets nothing, Oakland nothing. The second inning will have Kenneth Salou and Johnson. Aaron Johnson for the second day in a row. Here's the man that was a designated hitter throughout most of the season for the Open A's, but for the second day in a row, is in the lineup. Starting at first base as Dick Williams looks for a little bit more punch. We are strolling. We go to the last of the second. And the World Series hero of a year ago, Gene Kenneth, steps in. Here's Ralph. Okay, Jim, and Gene Kenneth, in this series, has had three hits and 18 times up, batting 167. Right-hand batter. And on the mound, it's John Matlack. His first pitch. It is in for a call strike. On that catch by Reggie Jackson that ended the inning, Jackson misjudged the ball at the beginning and then came in to make the sensational diving catch. Next pitch back to the plate is low. It's one ball and one strike. Jerry Grody robbed of a base hit, was robbed in the first game of this series. It's an open win by a score of 2-1. to one. Jackson making a great catch to save the ball game. That came in the fourth inning. Here's the fifth pack of call to strike. One and two. Dennis in the regular season batted 258 with 24 home runs and 84 runs batted in. He's had two runs batted in in this series. Matlack, looking for the signs, now has them. Goes into the windup. The one-two delivery. It is just inside. Two and two. normally pitches with a pretty fast cadence right here in this game. He's slowed down some. Pressure of the seventh game of the World Series. The pitch back to the plate. It is low. Just low. It's ball three. Full count to Gene Tennant. Jesus Alou, the on-deck batter. Here's the 3-2 pitch. It is over. Strike three call. Matlack gets his second strikeout. John 
coming back with a breaking ball. It was over the outside corner, his second strikeout. One away in the bottom of the second. No score, and the batter coming up as a two-saloon. field in last year's World Series and the seventh game it was Matty Alou who was playing right through his field. Oakland has had all three Alou brothers playing on their team at one time or the other. Felipe, Matty, and now Jesus. Alou has had three hits and 18 times up. He swings and misses the first pitch. One time in the polo grounds against the New York Mets. It was Jesus Alou, Matty Alou, and Felipe Alou who batted in order and were retired one, two, three. The only time in the history of baseball that three brothers batted in order in a professional baseball game in the Major League. One strike count. Alou, a very loose type hitter, now swings and tops up the next pitch. Coming over is John Milner in foul territory. He has a play and he makes it. Two men away, it brings up the first baseman, Darren Johnson. Darren has had three hits and seven times at bat in the World Series, hitting 424. Two of the hits is a pinch hitter. In the overall season, he batted 246 for Oakland with 19 home runs and 81 runs batted in. Darren started the year with the Philadelphia Phillies. Here's the first pitch by Matlack. It's in for a call strike. Johnson was the A's top designated hitter. Got off the sensational start and then injured the thumb on his hitting hand and slowed down somewhat after that. Pitch back has called the ball. It's one ball and one strike. No score. Two men out. We're in the bottom of the second. Now the left-hander with his 1-1 delivery. It's grounded out towards third. Garrett charges it, has a tough play and makes it. Throws over to first base for the out. Wayne Garrett coming in for the chopper. Took it on the half hop on the second hop and then made the play and then threw over to first base for a 1-2-3 inning for John Matlack. And the score, at the end of two, the Mets nothing, the A's nothing. Holtzman is high and outside the fastball, missing ball one. Rob Kanye here from open with Jim Simpson and the seventh game of the World Series. Niederside has had a base hit and Holtzman back to Hahn and the pitch is a little bit low at ball two. Hahn has had four hits and 25 times up in the series, batting 160 in the regular season. He batted 229 with two home runs and 21 runs batted in. Holtzman back with a strike. A fastball over the outside corner about letter high. Two and one the count. It'll be Don Hahn, Bud Harrelson, and John Matlack as the first three batters for the Mets. Holtzman has retired his first six. And a left-hander back and a fastball is fouled off on the right side out of play. It's two and two. Holtzman has struck out one. He struck out Wayne Garrett in the first. And he has walked none. On taking time as he goes back to the on-deck circle. Now on back up to the home plate area. It is a bright day here in Oakland and a tough left field, tough sun field right now. As the sun moves over... Later on in the afternoon, the Sunfield moves to left center and then center field. 2-2 pitch. It's inside, and Hahn has to jump back. Full count at 3-2. Hahn 
Brown out of the batter's box now gets back in. Holtzman into the lineup and the 3-2 pitch line to left field. It'll be a base hit. The first base hit of the ball game. On the first base and holding there as Rudy gets the ball back in. So the Mets have had a base runner. First in the ball game as Hahn leads off in the third. In the second inning, two balls were hit hard off Ken Holtzman. A deep fly by Cleon Jones, caught by Reggie Jackson. A line drive by Jerry Goody that was caught by Reggie Jackson. Now Hahn is let off with a line drive to left that brings up Bud Harrelson. Harrelson batting 300 for the series with six base hits and 20 times up. But a switch hitter will be batting from the right-hand side against the left-hander. Third baseman Sal Bando is in. Guard against the possible bunt. The first pitch is swung on and missed strike one. Olsen coming to the plate with a fastball. Harrelson in the regular season batted 258 with no home runs and 20 runs batted in. As Jim Simpson pointed out, Harrelson has turned in a great job at shortstop, as has Bert Campanera. Pitch back to the plate, swung on and missed. Right here, again the fastball. Holtzman had a 2.97 earned run average in the regular season, winning 21 and losing 13. His first 20-game year as a pitcher. Now the left-hander sets up, and the two-strike pitch, a fastball, high and away, and a good play on the part of the catcher, Gene Tennis, almost a wild pitch. Time called as Marty Springstead rushes off the plate. He was shook up by a foul tip in the second inning. One and two, the count on Bud Harrelson, and again Holtzman back to the plate. And a fastball high and away, it's two and two. Mets are not a running team. They had only 27 stolen bases in the regular season out of 45 attempts. Two balls, two strikes. On the short lead at first base. And the pitch back is outside, ball three. So after having a two-strike count, Harrelson has worked the count full. On deck batter, John Matlack. That's with a runner at first base, no one out as they bat in the top of the third. No score in the game. Sign is out, and now Holtzman back to the plate. Harrelson lines it foul down into the left field stand. So the count remains with three balls and two strikes. season, the Mets threw 1,912,390. This capacity crowd here, and there's a fly ball to left field. Under the ball is the left fielder, Rudy, and he had a lot of trouble with his son, but he made the catch. Rudy moving into several different positions, trying to get the son away from the ball, and he made the play. So one away, on back to first base, and the batter is John Matlock. In the regular season, Yogi Berra sacrificed the majority of the time with one out, a runner at first base, and the pitcher up. Matlack has had one base hit and three times up in the series. A. Salvano looking for a possible sacrifice about 80 feet away at the third base position. Darren Johnson holding against the runner at first. Matlack, a left-hand batter. And he squares around and bunts the ball out toward first base with foul. One strike count on John Matlack. Ball 
was bunted out to the first base side, and as it was just moving into foul territory, Gene Tennis, the catcher, batted at it and knocked it away. Madlack back in the batter's box as Tennis gives out the sign. Again, Bando in from that post position to third. Here's the pitch. Matlack ducks under it. The ball gets away from Tennis, rolls about six feet in back of him. He quickly gets to the ball and picks it up, and Hahn holds it first base. This was right at John Matlack. He had to duck under the pitch. One ball, one strike. Field condition is excellent here at Oakland, despite the fact they have had some rain. Now the pitch again to the plate. Matlack bunts it out to third. Vandal has it to play at second base. is in time. The relay to first base is in time for the double play. The A's turn their eighth double play of the World Series, and the side is retired. No runs, one hit, and no one left. And the score at the end of two and a half innings, the Mets nothing, the A's nothing. Augie Donatelli, who was involved in part of his feud with the New York Mets earlier in the World Series, was the man who made that call at first base, and Yogi Berra raced out saying it wasn't so, but it was so, and now we go to the last of the third of a scoreless game. In the National Football League today, all finals, Baltimore 27, Detroit, or rather Baltimore 29, Detroit 27, Miami 27, Buffalo 6, Cleveland 42, Houston 13, Washington 31, St. Louis 13, Pittsburgh 26, New York Jets 14, New England 13, the Chicago Bears 10, and Minnesota 28 to 21 over Philadelphia. All of those are finals. Now back to baseball. The seventh game of the World Series, the last of the third, Dick Green to lead it off. And here again as well. All right, Jim, Dick Green has had one base hit in 12 times up in the series, betting 0-83, batted 260 in the regular season, and John Matlack set to go. John has struck out two, he has walked one, has not given up a base hit. And the first pitch by the left-hander to Green, a right-hand batter, is a fastball. It's swung on and fouled back into the stand, strike one. Green had three home runs in the regular season, drove in 42. He'll be followed by Ken Holtzman and then Campy Campanera. Now the one-strike pitch. Green takes the curveball over a call strike. Matlack became only the second pitcher in New York Mets history to strike out 200 or more batters when he struck out 205 in the regular season. Tom Seaver was the other Met that struck out 200 or more. He's done that several times. Two-strike pitch, and Green takes a fastball. It's inside, one and two. One ball, two strikes. And Matlack. Back to the plate, and the pitch is swung on and fouled off. Count remaining at one ball and two strikes. John Matlack, one time attended the University of Pittsburgh from outside of Philadelphia, Westchester. Big left-hander looking in for the sign, now has it, and here's the one-two pitch again, a curveball over, strike three call. Matlack gets his third strikeout. That'll bring up Ken Holtzman. Holtzman has been up once and he has had one base hit. That was a double down the left field line. It was only his second appearance in the overall season at the plate. Another time up, he had walked. So he's batting 1,000 for the year. Right-hand batter. 
And the first pitch by Matlack. Swung on a miss, strike one. In this World Series, the designated hitter is not allowed, so the Oakland pitchers batting actually for the first time of the year with the exception of a few that got in one or two licks in the regular season after the A's had clinched the pennant. And at one strike, the pitch back to the plate. Over for a call, strike two. Matlack had an earned run average of 3.20 for the season. Next pitch, grounded hard down the left field line, foul. And Holtzman coming close to another base hit as he, base hit as he bounces that ball just foul down the third base side. Wayne Garrett, the third baseman for the Mets. Bud Harrelson at shortstop. Felix Meon second. John Milner at first. Leon Jones in left. Down on in center. Rusty Staub in right. Next pitch is lying down the left field line. Another base hit. It'll be extra bases. Holtzman going into second base with his stand-up double. Ken Holtzman, batting for only the third time in the overall season, has his second base hit in this World Series, and he has the first base hit by the Oakland A's. Now, runner at second base in scoring position, and Campy Campanera is coming up. Time called in the outfield area where the ground crew pick up some screamers that have been thrown out onto the field. Caponaris has grounded out the third in his one appearance. He's had six hits and 28 times up. That is 250 for this season. Four home runs, 46 runs better in. Caponaris, the right-hand batter. Milner, the first baseman, about... 85 feet away to guard against the possible bunt. Wayne Garrett even with the bag at third. Here's the pitch. It is hit the deep right field. Going back to stop the warning track. It is gone. Goodbye. Home run by Kathy Campanera. playoff games and the first six of this World Series. 
And their last home run was by Campy Campaneris. In the third game of the championship series, it came in the 11th inning. Now pitch back to the plate, a ball, it's one and one. Ains without a base hit. Quickly getting on the scoreboard with a double by Ken Holtzman, their first base hit, followed by the home run by Bert Campanera. Now Matlack into the windup and his 1-1 delivery. Swung on and missed. Again the curve. It's one ball and two strikes. An average of 292 for the World Series with seven base hits and 24 times up. And the one-two pitch is hit hard to left center. Another base hit. IP2 going over Tom to cut it off. Rudy making the turn at first base. Holds there as Tom gets the ball back into the infield. A double, a home run, and a hard single. All coming with one out here in the bottom half of the third, and here comes Rube Walker, the pitching coach of the New York Mets. He's going out to the mound. In the bullpen, action for the New York Mets. Right-hander Harry Parker is starting the throw. out to the mound to talk with John Matlack. Also there, John Miller, the first baseman, and Jerry Grody, the catcher. And this crowd here in Oakland, a capacity crowd coming alive. Actually, they were alive when the minute, from the minute they came into the stadium. Now Walker back to the bench. Time is back in. The batter is Sal Bando. He was struck out his first time up. Bando with Six hits and 23 times up in the series. The right-hand batter. And Matlack with his first delivery. It's popped up out towards the first base side. John Milner is right there to field it, and he makes the play. Human away, Rudy holding at first base, and the batter coming up is Reggie Jackson, the center fielder. third his first time up on a check swing. He's had eight hits and 26 times up in the series. He's driven in four. Led the American League in home runs with 32 and runs batted in with 117. And the left-hand batter taking his time before getting set in the batter's box. not being held on at first base. Milner playing about two steps off the bag. Now he moves further back. Here's the pitch to Sonny Jackson. A breaking ball low and outside of ball. Reggie Jackson. That at 293. 293 in the regular season. Now Matlack's next pitch. A breaking ball over at the knees. A call strike. It's one and one. now has moved in to hold against the runner at first base. And it's the next pitch deep to right field and it's going, going, and it's on goodbye. Two run by Ricky Jackson.
third inning, getting two home runs, their first two of the series. And now the batter coming up is Gene Tennis, the catcher. And Yogi Berra going out to the mound, and that could be all for John Matlack. In the bullpen, right-hander Harry Parker is going. Berra going to the mound, Matlack looking out towards center field. He is not aware of Yogi's presence. Now Yogi gets to him, taps him on the back. Matlack turns around, talks to his man, manager, and here comes Harry Parker into the ball game. So John Matlack, who had not given up an earned run and working 16 innings in this World Series, is out of the ball game. In this inning, all the bases that have been given up by Matlack, a total of four and four runs. Matlack leaving the ball game, struck out two. He walked one. Gets credit for two and two-thirds inning. And now, Harry Parker into the game. Parker will be making his third appearance in the World Series. He was tagged with a loss at Shea Stadium. He's pitched two innings. And his over average is absolutely zero. Gene Tennis standing on deck. Well, the Oakland A's the long ball of which they're capable and the Mets pitching staff had not only shut them out of the home run but done an excellent job against the Cincinnati Reds in the championship before this. John Matlock, who had gone those 40 innings and before this outbreak, 42 innings over his last five starts with only one unearned run, it finally got to us. For the second time in the series, he's going with just three days rest as Ralph Banner pointed out instead of his normal four. And yesterday, after the ball game was over, when the New York Mets realized that there would be a seventh game, that they had not won the World Series in six games, Matlack said he was a little down. He did not expect to pitch today. He said, but I'm not going to hang around here and let you, meaning the reporters, I'm not going to let it hang around here and let you tell me how important tomorrow's game is. I'm going to go out and eat, I'm going to get a good night's sleep, and I'll pitch tomorrow as tired as I am. Well, he struggled in the first inning, did very well in the second inning, and after striking out Green, looking at a curveball, things fell in and four runs are in. It's four to nothing, Oakland, and the third is not yet over. Parker's in, and here's Ralph. Okay, Jim. Gene Dennis will be leading off in the first pitch is called the ball. Dennis was struck out, looking at a 3-2 pitch his first time up. That was against John Matlock in the second. Dennis has been up 19 times. He's had three hits in the series. A pitch back by Parker over the inside corner, one and one. started by Ken Holtzman as he doubled down the left field line followed by a two-run home run by Campanaris a single by Rudy a two-run home run by Reggie Jackson now the next delivery it swung on and fouled back into the stands one ball and two strikes Parker started the season for the Mets as a starting pitcher and was 4-0 as a starter then he was pressed into relief when Chuck McGraw got off to a bad start in the early part of the year Here's a pitch back to the plate. A call strike is one and two. In every one of the seven games of this series, the home team has scored first. Two balls and two strikes. And the next delivery. It is checked on, and the pitch is low and outside at ball three. Home plate umpire Marty Springstead indicated that ball might have been a foul ball. It was a check swing. Ball was down in the dirt. Scoreboard count three and two. Pitch back is all four and tennis one. 
walk in the game for Met pitchers, and it brings up a Susalu who fouled out his first time up. Now Lou has been called back, and left-hand hitting Vic Davalillo is out by the on-deck circle. That'll happen, Ralph. Davalillo coming on now, and of course, as they go to the outfield, since they've gone to right-hander, Davalillo will remain in the ballgame, and Davalillo to go to center, and Reggie Jackson will switch back to right. Vic Davalillo, a left-hand batter. And one more note, when Gene Kenneth drew that walk just now, that's number 11 for the series route is tied with Babe Ruth the 1926 11 walk in a 7-game series. Avalillo batted 188 in the regular season with no home runs and four runs batted in. He's had one hit and eight times up in the World Series. Now Parker from the set position... Checking the runner at first base. His first pitch to Davalillo. A curveball over a call strike. Ray Sadecki is now pitching in the bullpen for the Mets. Sadecki throwing in the bullpen. Parker again to the set position. A check at first. The pitch back to Davalillo. is swung on and foul. Back into the stands on the third base side at strike two. Speaking of famous names in baseball history, Babe Ruth, of course... Davalillo has a front leg raised somewhat similar to Mel Ott. Now it's strike two. A pitch by Parker. It is popped up into shallow center field. Parker's head of the season for the Mets as a starting pitcher and was 4-0 as a starter. Then he was pressed into relief when Chuck McGraw got off to a bad start in the early part of the year. It's one and two. In every one of the seven games of this series, the home team has scored first. Two balls and two strikes. And the next delivery. It is checked on, and the pitch is low and outside. It's ball three. Home plate umpire Marty Springstead indicated that ball might have been a foul ball. It was a check swing. Ball was down in the dirt. Scoreboard count, three and two. Pitch back is all four, and tennis walks. Second walk in the game for Met pitchers, and it brings up a Susalu who fouled out his first time up. Now Lou has been called back, and left-hand hitting Vic Davalillo is out by the on-deck circle. Davalillo coming on now, and of course, as they go to the outfield, since they've gone to right-hander, Davalillo will remain in the ballgame, and Davalillo to go to center, and Reggie Jackson will switch back to right. Big Davalillo, a left-hand batter. And one more note, when Gene Kenneth drew that walk just now, that's number 11 for the series route, he is tied with Babe Ruth, the 1926-11 walk in a seven-game series. Davalillo batted 188 in the regular season with no home runs and four runs batted in. He's had one hit and eight times up in the World Series. Now Parker from the set position, checking the runner at first base. His first pitch to Davalillo, a curveball over a call strike. Ray Sadecki is now pitching in the bullpen for the Mets. Sadecki throwing in the bullpen. 
Parker again to the set position to check it first. The pitch back to Davalio is swung on and foul back into the stands on the third base side at strike two. Speaking of famous names in baseball history, Babe Ruth, of course, Davalio has a front leg raised somewhat similar to Mel Ott. Now it's strike two. The pitch by Parker. It is popped up into shallow center field. Coming up is Don on. The glasses go down. He's under the ball. He makes the catch in the side retire. In the inning, he sent eight to the plate. They score four runs on four hits. No errors. A walk, one left. And the score at the end of three. Oakland four, the Mets nothing. Simpson with Ralph Connor. Davalio has remained in the ball game and gone to center field. And Reggie Jackson switches to right field where he got another standing ovation. And while you were away from the ballpark for a moment, Jackson spent many of his moments tipping his hat, waving his hand to the crowd, and the story is about Reggie, who this year, at 32 home runs and 117 RBIs, leaked the league in both departments, he has finally gained one thing. He's not only a leader now, but he has supreme confidence. And he really teed off with that second home run. Well, it's the fourth, the best try to fight back is well. All right, Jim, and the first pitch to Wayne Garrett. A fastball high and inside, ball one. The Mets going around for the second time. Garrett struck out his first time up. Ken Holtzman has pitched to nine batters. He has given up one base hit. The runner erased on a double play. Now the pitch back, and it's over. It falls twice. One and one. Garrett, Felix Mion, and Rusty Staub. The first three batters for the Mets here in the fourth inning. Holtzman into the windup, and the one-one pitch. It is in there for a call strike two. Garrett started the swing, held up, and the pitcher called strike. One ball, two strikes. Holtzman has struck out one. He has walked none. Now the left-hander with his one-two pitch. It's swung on and grounded foul. Another count remains one ball and two strikes. Garrett was the hottest batter for the Mets in September. When the Mets came on to come from last place, the 30th day of August, to win it, now here in the seventh game of the World Series, Garrett has had five hits and 26 times up. There's a fly ball hit out to center field. Vic Davalio with his first chance. He's under the ball, and he makes the catch. Four putouts in center field so far in this ball game, and the batter coming up is Felix Mion. Mion rounded out the short his first time up. He's had five hits and 29 times up. Davalio playing for Cleveland back in 1964 won a golden glove. First pitch to Mion is sliced down the right field line. Jackson in foul territory. Over to make a spectacular catch in foul territory, and he runs into the wall. Not hurt. Two men away. the Oakland A's playing inspired baseball in this final game. Another good play by Reggie Jackson and the batter coming up for the Mets, Rusty Staub. He fought out the center field his first time up. Rusty with nine hits and 23 times up. And the pitch back is inside. It's ball one. Staub has driven in five runs in this World Series. Next pitch is lined out towards short, just wide. Kathy Campanaris into center field and stopped now with his 10th base hit. A leading hitter in the series. He's on at first base. Two men away and Cleon Jones coming up. Jones right out to deep center field his first time up. 
now have had their second base hit. The A's have had four. The A's lead four to nothing. Jones has had one run batted in. Had a home run to right field in the right field corner off Ida Blue. And Holtzman with his first delivery to Cleon Jones. A curveball low on this ball one. quickly sets up his pitch back to the plate a fastball it's inside two balls no strike in the regular season the A's had 147 home runs as a team the Mets had 85 and the 2-0 pitch Leon swings and fouls the ball it's two balls and one strike Jones had 11 home runs in the regular season. He had six home runs in the last 10 games of the season for the Mets. Now he picks back to Jones, a fastball. It's high and outside in the count, three balls and one strike. The on-deck batter is John Miller, the Mets' leading home run hitter in the regular season. trying to get back into this ball game. The A's leading four to nothing. Here's the three-one pitch. It is over the outside corner. A call strike two. Jones did not like the call. So with a full count, Darren Johnson, the first baseman, moving back behind the base runner. Stop will be running with the pitch. Two men away. Holtzman sets up. Stop goes, and the fist to Jones is inside. It's ball four. So the Mets now have runners at first and second base for the first time in the ballgame. And they have John Milner, their leading home run hitter, coming up. He had 23 home runs. We pause 30 seconds for station identification. You'll find unbelievable values in men's leather coats and jackets at the Lauder Germ World Series Special. From now to the end of the series, top brand name leather coats and jackets, normally priced at $95 to $195 a third off. And great quality leathers at a third off regular retail prices with four locations, 7 South LaSalle, 11 North Wabash, Randhurst, and the Harlem Irving Plaza. Lauder Jerem for top quality leathers at a third off. It's 432 from WMAQ NBC Chicago, where officially now a beautiful 64 degrees. Skyner along with Jim Simpson from Oakland, California. The A's leading 4 to nothing. After a conference at the mound, it is Ken Holtzman pitching to John Miller. The first pitch is high. A fastball missing ball one. In the bullpen, left-hander Darrell Noel sawing for Oakland. And right-hander Raleigh Fingers. And Holtzman with his 1-0 pitch. Miller hits it hard. Foul down the first baseline. A bouncing ball fielded by the first baseman Darren Johnson. Down at one ball and one strike as the runners move back. Stop back to second base and Jones back to first. That's with a runner in scoring position for the first time in the ballgame. Holtzman giving up his first walk after Stop had singled to put Stop at second base. Here's a pitch, it's outside. Two balls and one strike. No pitcher has had a complete game in this World Series. One strike. Holtzman sets up the pitch back to Milner. It is hit hard towards second base and fielded there by Dick Green. A good play. And he throws the first base for the out to retire the side. 
No runs, one hit. No errors, a walk, two men left in the score at the end of three and a half innings. Oakland, four, the Mets, nothing. This ball game, four to nothing as we go to the fourth. One of the underlying conversations you have right from game one has been who's going to be the most valuable player. For a long while, we talked about Harrelson and Campanaris, then Pat McGraw. But Reggie Jackson, who saved the ball game with a great catch in the first, is hitting heroics of the second game, went for naught because Oakland lost that 10-7. Won yesterday's game, driving in two runs, scoring the third himself, and his two-run shot today has put Reggie Jackson in the running for the most valuable player. But we've got a long way to go. Fourth inning round. All right, Jim, and the first pitch by Harry Parker to Darren Johnson's in for a goal strike. If the Mets would win this final game of the World Series, Rusty Staub would have to be considered. He's had ten base hits in the overall series.
Chapman, a right-hand batter, a left-hand pitcher, into the batter's box. Parker into the windup and the pitch. Fastball, it's low, and it's ball one. Parker again back, and the next pitch is swung on and missed. That time, the curveball. One ball, one strike. Holtzman is batting for the first time against the right-hand pitcher. And at 1-1, Parker back, and the pitch is low and outside. Two balls, one strike. Parker, with his 2-1 delivery, it's hit in the air out to shallow left field. Going over into foul territory is Bud Harrelson. He makes the call, and he makes a good running catch, and the side is retired in order by Harry Parker. And the score at the end of four innings of play. It's Oakland for the Mets nothing. Bob Connor, this is Jim Simpson at Oakland, California, for game number seven, which the A's lead four to nothing. Last year, in seven games, the A's won the American League Championship in the World Series over Cincinnati. And the A's then were known for their handlebar mustaches and long hair, hearkening back to before the turn of the century. This year, they're known for their off-the-field squabbles, fights, arguments, problems with management, problems with ownership, problems with the commissioner's office, and here they are leading four to nothing. The last time the New York Mets were in a World Series, they had their miracle of 1969. And down four to nothing, the Mets are now looking for a miracle here in game number seven. One thing is obvious, Yogi Berra is going for runs, with the pitcher fourth due up in this fifth inning, he's already got Sadecki up and warming again. Holtzman is pitching very well. He's allowed but two hits, struck out one, and walked one, only in trouble in the fourth when he gave up a single to Staub and then walked Leon Jones, but he got Mill in the ground to second base. It's four to nothing as we start the New York fifth. Well, Jerry Goody to lead off. He was robbed of a base hit by Reggie Jackson, who was playing center field at the time, back in the second. Goody, a right-hand batter. Seven hits and 27 times up. In the first game of this World Series, he was robbed of a base hit by Jackson on a drive to left center. The first pitch is swung on and lined in this left field, and the Mets have a base runner. One pitch, Brody is on with a base hit, and the batter coming up, the center fielder, Don Hahn, who singled the left field in the third for the first hit for the Mets. Mets now have had three base hits in the ballgame. The A's have had four, and the A's leading four to nothing on two two-run home runs, one by Campy Campanaris, the other by Reggie Jackson. In the bullpen, Darrell Knowles again throwing for the A's along with Raleigh Fingers, a left-hander and a right. On stepping into the batter's box in the first pitch. It is inside a ball. On has had five hits and 26 times up in this series. His first. Young center, center Peter steps out of the batter's box, takes a couple of phantom swings, gets back in. One ball, no strike. not being held on at first base by Darren Johnson. Johnson playing off the bag behind him, and the pitch to the plate is outside. It's ball two. Two balls, no strike. On checking with third base coach Eddie Yost to see whether or not he'll be hitting. Roy McMillan, the Mets coach at first. Now at 2-0. On takes. It's over the outside corner. A call strike. Two and one. Looking in at the action, not throwing now for the open A's in the bullpen. The pitch back to Hahn is swung on and missed. Two and two. Fastball by Holtzman, a swinging strike. For the A's, they're 174th 
season game. Of course, they had about 30 exhibition games, so they're around 200 in total games played for the year. 2-2 pitch, a slice foul. Into the stands on the first base side. Don Hahn was born in San Francisco. And the count at 2-2 two two as Hahn steps back into the batter's box. That's for the runner on. No one out. Trailing by four as they bat in the fifth inning. And the pitch. Swung on and missed. And on is struck out. Oakland's second strikeout of the game. That will bring up Bud Harrelson. Bud is 0 for 1. He flied out the left field his first time up. Harrelson with six hits and 21 times up. Hitter batting from the right-hand side against the left-hander Ken Olsman. Again, Johnson, the first baseman, playing behind the runner at first base. And the first pitch to Harrelson. Bounce through the middle, going over his Campanaris by the bag. He feels it, throws to Green at second base for the force play there. And Harrelson on the force play exchanges with Grody at first. Two men away and the batter coming up. Was scheduled to be Harry Parker, but the Mets are going for a pinch hitter. Jim Beecham coming out of the dugout, swinging the bat. It's going to be right-hand hitting Jim Beecham. Beecham, the Mets' number one right-handed pinch hitter over the course of the season with no hits and three times up in the World Series. A's leading four to nothing. With four runs in a very explosive third inning. It started when Holtzman doubled down the left field line. Campanaris homered to right center field. Rudy singled the left and scored when Reggie Jackson homered to right center field. That's with a runner at first base. Two men out. Beecham in the batter's box. Sadecki's still throwing in the bullpen for the Mets. He'll be their next pitcher. Johnson holding against the runner, Bud Harrelson, and the first pitch to Beecham is swung on a miss, strike one. Beecham hit 278 in the regular season with no home runs. Pitch back to the plate. Breaking ball is high and outside. One ball and one strike. checking the signs now checks the runner at first base comes back to the plate and the pitch is taken high a fastball two and one Charlie Fingers throwing in the bullpen for the A's Daryl Norrell standing by Holtzman to the set position and the 2-1 pitch swung on and missed Holtzman back with a fastball just above the knees and the count now two and two He's trying to become the first team to win back-to-back World Series victories since the Yankees did it back in 61 and 62. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch. Swung on and fouled back against the screen. The count holds. Casey Stengel, the manager of the Yankees, at that time is in the stand. Makes his home in Glendale, California. Came up to see the Mets. In this World Series, starting back on last Saturday, went to New York with the Mets, watched the games there, and now back here in Oakland 
Casey, the first manager the Mets ever had. Started back in 1962. There's a foul ball back into the stands, and the ball fielded there nicely by one of the fans. Count holds at two balls and two strikes. In that year, 1962, the Mets set a record for losing games, 120. They won 40 and lost 120. After finishing ninth in 1968, the Mets won the championship World Series in 1969 for manager Gil Hodges. Here's the pitch. It's rounded foul off to the left side. only expansion team to get into a World Series. Two balls, two strikes. Mets have also had West Westrom as their manager in their brief history. There's a curveball over for a ball strike three. And Olsen strikes out the pinch hitter Jim Beach and that retires his side. His third strikeout. No runs, one hit. No errors. A man left at first in the score after four and a half innings. Oakland for the Mets coming. But Campy Campanaris coming up. And here for the play-by-play, -play, Jim Simpson. A roll for Campanaris. With that home run on the first pitch, he went the other way. With Ken Holtzman on base. And put the A's in front two to nothing. After that, Rudy hit a mat-like curveball up the middle for a single. And with two out, Reggie Jackson drilled the longest home run of the series. Well up into the right field seats over to the 75 mark. Cavaneros now to face Sadecki, a left-hander. First pitch is a strike. Sadecki, 32 years old, born and lives out in Kansas City. This is his fourth game in the series. He's only pitched two and a third innings, but the other night when Matlack won 6-1 to one, and his shoulder began to tighten up on him, Sadecki saved the game, pitching a score this night. That's ball one. One ball, one strike to Cavaneros with Joe Rudy on deck. Four to nothing. Oakland. Last of the fifth, seventh game of the series. Off-speed pitch lined over the head of Helton. Jones on a left field. Let's the ball get away from him. Campanaris on his way around second. Picked up by Hahn in center field. And Campanaris puts on the brakes at second base. Leon Jones had that right leg go out from under him. And now the trainer is going as he tried to stop. Jones is being bent over by Don Hahn. Dillner runs out from first base. Beyond the second baseman goes out. Rusty Staub runs out from right field, and the trainer's on his way out. And Cleon Jones is down in left field. It appears that he turned his ankle, and he is lying on the ground now holding that right ankle. Watching it on the instant replay, Jones fell back as he slipped after missing the ball and fell back on the right ankle. And he evidently had it pinned underneath him as he fell on top of it. So, Leon, still on the ground as Tom McKinnon, the trainer of the New York Mets, checks him out, along with several of the Mets players. Jones in this ball game sent Jackson deep to the warning track in the second. Also has walked and has eight hits. And he was a strong man for the Mets down to the wire in the month of September. And when you're down four to nothing, the one thing you don't want to lose is your cleanup batter, Leon Jones. And they are still working over him out in left field. That is a base hit for Campanaris. An error on Jones as he allowed the ball to get away from him. The Oakland A's trying to now go to work on Ray Sadecki, leading 4 to nothing. In 1965, it was the Dodgers who won the World Series. In 66, Baltimore winning its first blue out in four straight. In 67, 
St. Louis, took the miracle Boston Red Sox, also managed by Dick Williams, the manager in this World Series for Oakland. And 68, down as they were, Detroit came back with Mickey Lolich, the winner there. In 1969, these miracle New York Mets. In 1970, Baltimore had a rather easy time with Cincinnati. In 1971, Pittsburgh, led by the late Roberto Clemente, came back and in seven games took Baltimore. And in 1972, Oakland, of course, defeated Cincinnati. And now you know what is trying to, what the Oakland A's are trying to do to become the first team since way back in 61-62 to win two in a row and to have the American League win two championships in a row. The story on Cleon Jones, Ralph, is he is still down, still being worked on. Tom McKenna is still out there. Yogi Berra is bending over talking to him. And at this moment, with four and a half innings of play to go, or maybe less, because it is the A's who lead, things do not look good for those amazing Mets. Well, the main thing for the Mets is to keep Jones in the lineup. He is now up and limping around. He has been bandaged, bandaged up by Tom McKenna, the trainer, and it appears he's going to be able to stay in the ballgame. Well, Yogi Bear is still walking with him, and so is Tom McKenna. So as they now begin to trot in, and Jones stays out there, let's pause, pause 30 seconds for station identification. At the Warner Germ World Series Special, you can find unbeatable values in men's fall suits. Knit in woven suits, normally $120, $130, now only $68. That's right, only $68 at all four Lauder Germ locations. And you'll find a tremendous selection of sizes, colors, styles, and fabrics to choose from at only $68. At the Lauder Germ World Series Special, 7 South LaSalle, 11 North Wabash, Randhurst, and the Harlem Irving Plaza. Don't forget tonight, 725 Blackhawk Hockey, right here on WMAQ Chicago. Leon Jones is staying in the ballgame. This is Ralph Kiner, and along with Jim Simpson, the World Series, the seventh game, and once again, here's Jim. Joe Rudy walked on four pitches off starter John Matlack in the first inning, and then picked on a curveball and singled the center to third and scored ahead of Reggie Jackson's powerful long home run to right center field. Down at second base is Campanaris. George Stone now throwing. That's Sander for the New York Mets. Campanaris leads off. Sadecki throws. Wild drive. Base it up the middle. Campanaris on his way around third. In front of the field. Goal goes to second. It's five to nothing. That run cannot yet be labeled an earned run. Might be before this inning is over. But with a five-run lead, Ken Holtzman has to feel pretty good. He can load up the bases. The grand slam can be hit against him, and it can still only be 5-4. to four. In other words, with a five-run lead, the tying run can never come to bat. Here's Sal Bandle, 6-24 in the series, over to this afternoon in Game 7. Sadecki throws curveball strike. Five runs on six hits and no errors. For Oakland, no runs, three hits and one error. That's by Cleon Jones in this inning that has led to Campanaire scoring from second base. Again, a drive to right field. Staub is there, going back. One hands as he hits the warning track. Staub, I don't believe, thought that ball would carry that far. But back to the warning track and haul it in. There's one out. Rudy retreats to first. And here comes Reggie Jackson. The last home run that Reggie had was on September the 24th against the Twins here in Oakland. In the 14 games from then until today, no home run. Reggie on the bench, having done little or nothing except defensively and offensively in a second game when it didn't count because New York won it 10-7. to 7. 
Before yesterday's game, said, I've got that gut feeling. It's about time for me to do something. He doubled in two, scored the third himself on a three-to-one win. Today, his home run is driven in two. First pitch is a curveball strike to Jackson. And now Buzz Capra, a right-hander, joins George Stone, the left-hander, in the bench bullpen. Five to nothing. He's trying to put the clamp on the amazing Mets and hope that no miracle happens here today. The Mets are still in the ballgame. We're just in the fifth. Ball has popped up. Garrett at third base says he's got to play in foul territory. The third base coaching box in it. He takes it for the second out. Jackson fouls out to Garrett and gets a hand as he walks back. Gene Tennis called out looking at a curveball strike three in the second inning steps in. And then on a 3-2 pitch in the third, Tennis threw his 11th walk of the series. That tied him with a 1926 Babe Ruth record of 11-in-1 series. He had 101 during the regular season. Rudy at first, two out, one run in. Tennis four home runs last year, watches the curveball hit the outside corner for a strike. A's have been some story in the American League this year and then in the World Series. Another curveball, grounded foul, backhanded by Garrett and foul territory at third base. Of course, the New York Mets' amazing story came with their September rush, 12 and a half out at All-Star time, and then having to win it the day after the regular season was over, and then having to knock off Cincinnati, which they did in five games, and then to carry Oakland to seven games. But the A's... Well, they're a different story. They have a batting ball club off the field as well as on. Curveball pops up. Elson goes out. Hahn comes in. The out is back. Elson says, I've got it. Fights the win and hauls it in. Towering pop fly. So make that run unearned. One run on two hits. One costly error as it turned out. And one left. We've gone through five innings. And the A's of the seventh game of the World Series lead the Mets. Five to nothing. Mets lose it. They'll be looking back. And one of the innings that they can look back to... The eighth inning of yesterday's ballgame. With one away, Ken Boswell singles to right field as a pinch hitter. Wayne Garrett then lined the ball up the alley in left center field, got a single, and put Boswell over at third. A good play on the ball by the left fielder Joe Rudy to hold it to a single. Right after that, Felix Mayon singled to right field. The Mets had a run in and a runner at third base and a runner at first. Rusty Staub, the batter, had a chance to put it away. He has been the hitting hero, and he was struck out on three pitches by Darrell Knowles. That might have been the play that cost the Mets the chance to win the overall World Series in six games. Right now, it's Wayne Garrett coming up. Once again, here's Jim. The Mets have four more innings in which to catch up, and this is the first of those four. The top of the sixth, Garrett is 0 for 2 today, 5 for 27 of the series. Of course, has two home runs. Left-hander to left-hander, and he watches the ball go inside and low ball one. That's for the top of the batting order here. Mion is on deck, and as always, stop. But Mion comes out on deck, retreats, and stands a couple steps behind him. Foul off the fist, back toward us. One ball, one strike. Stop comes very close to being a second man on deck. He just can't wait to get out of the dugout and start swinging the bat. Catfish Hunter had a great day yesterday. Holtzman's trying to duplicate that. There's a slow curve that's lined foul as Garrett got around in front of it. Retrieved out in right field by Reggie Jackson, who throws it up into the stands. Reggie is feeling pretty good. In each of the last five seven-game series, the seventh game was won by the visiting team. Today, the home team is leading five to nothing. So... 
about to see what happens. Your ball breaks outside. The last time the home team won the seventh game was back in 1964 when St. Louis went into New York and played the Yankees. Managed in 1964 by the manager of the Mets this year, Yogi Berra. Two balls, two strikes to Garrett. Back with the fastball, swing, strike three. Strikeout for Holtzman who struck out Garrett, starting him out with two fastballs and then had him looking at a curve today. In their sixth inning, he struck him out swinging at a fastball. So it got him once looking at a curve and swinging in the sixth on a fastball. Felix beyond. Round of the short of the first. Jackson caught his line drive, bouncing into the wall and foul territory in the fourth. First pitch, down low, ball one. Beyond over two. Back throwing again, strike at the knees. And in the series, Beyond, who had 185 hits, the brand new Mets record during the regular season, has been up 30 times with five hits. Here's one out toward left center field. Beyond drills it between the two. Davalio comes over, but it's going to roll to the wall. Beyond on his way down to second base and will stop there with a double. Hit number four off Holtzman. Beyond got that between Davileo in center and Rudy in left. I thought Davileo might run it down, but he got by him and rolled to the wall. And Beyond steamed in the second. With Staub and Jones due up. Rusty Staub popped up on the first pitch to short center field of the first and singled with two out in the fourth. Five to nothing as Staub steps in. Holtzman looks back, throws to Staub. Down low, ball one. Fastball drill. This will be a base hit to right field. Beyond around his third base. It'll get by Jackson and roll to the wall. Staub on his way to second base. He'll go in with a double. Again, it looked as though Jackson would run that one down, but the ball raced by him. And suddenly it is 5 to 1. And suddenly the open bullpen gets busy again. Rusty Staub now has 11 hits. In this World Series, two in this game, and Dick Williams is walking out. And he's already calling for the right-hander, Raleigh Fingers, to come in to face Leon Jones. Raleigh Fingers making another appearance in this ballgame. He was in 62 ballgames in the regular season with a record of seven wins and eight losses. He had 22 saves, and that's the hand for Ken Holtzman. Holtzman getting credit for five and one-third innings of work. He has been charged with one run so far. He has given up five hits. He struck out four and walked one. Fingers has appeared in six games in this World Series. He has pitched ten and one-third innings, giving up ten hits. He has allowed four runs. One earned run. He has walked four and struck out two. His earned run average is 0.87 in World Series play. So quickly, Dick Williams making a pitching change as the Mets finally score. And with the score at 5-1, to one, the Mets batting with a runner at second base and one man out. It is rumored that right after the ball game, Dick Williams will announce that he is resigning as manager of the Oakland A's. Going back to what Jim was talking about in 1964, when the Cardinals defeated the Yankees, 
manager for the Cardinals was Johnny Keene, and the manager for the Yankees was Yogi Bear, and they both were fired. And Dick Williams has been rumored around the ballpark here. It has been rumored that Williams will announce his resignation as manager of the A's after the ballgame. Funny thing, Ralph, all I heard all week long since this World Series began, that Williams is going to quit, is going to the Yankees. And today, for the first time as we hit the seventh game, I began to hear a little, well, is he going to quit? He's got a press conference after this game is over to announce, is he going or not? Well, here's Cleon Jones sent Jackson at that time deep to the warning track in center field for his long drive and then walked in the fourth and twisted his ankle. Last inning takes a curve outside. When a Campanero single got by him, it led to an unearned run, the fifth run of the series. Ball one to Jones. Down at second is stop. One run in. It's five to one open. Fingers throws a strike on the outside corner. Well, mark it up. For the second year in a row, no complete games in a World Series game. Both starting pitchers gone today. Fingers ready. Throws a fastball. Out to right field. Jackson drifting back. Tagging his stop. Stop is on his way to third. Jackson throw goes to the cutoff man, Green, and with two out, a second run potentially is over at third base. Bringing up John Milner. Only once before, and this is the 70th World Series, remember, only once before have we had a World Series in which there has not been a complete game. Back in 1959, the Dodgers and White Sox did not have a pitcher turn in a complete game. Last year, the seven-game series between Oakland and Cincinnati, this year in the seven-game series between New York and Oakland, no complete game. Milner popped out to Green in the second and was thrown out on a pretty good play by Green in the fourth. Fingers ready and throws inside and low, ball one. Milner, top left-handed hitting home run hitter for the Mets in their history with 23 this year. Has none, of course, in this World Series. Down low again, it is 2-0. Waiting on deck is Jerry Grody. Sal Bando trots over now to say something to Raleigh Fingers. Darrell Knowles is still out in that open bullpen. And George Stone, still warming. In the Mets bullpen. Fingers throw. That's a strike. Miller started to offer. Checked on it, but the ball hit the inside corner. Five to one our score in the seventh game of the series. We've got two out in the sixth. Rusty Staub over at third base. Miller looks, waits. Ground ball towards Johnson. Down to one knee. Stumbles a bit. Gets up. Steps on the back. And they're out of it. One on two base hits, no errors, and Staub left to third. We go to the last of the second, and Oakland leads five to one. We're going now to the top of the seventh inning. Oakland leading by a score of five to one. The Mets coming up. They have nine outs to go, and once again for the play-by-play, Jim Simpson. All right, Ralph, and as we suspected, Dick Williams has made that defensive change. Gene Tennis moves from behind the plate down to first base. And Ray Fossey comes into the ballgame to do the catching. So that's three defensive changes that Williams has made. One dictated by getting a left-handed swinger in there, Davalio. Jerry Grody, one for two today, swings and a line drive toward left field. Rudy comes on and takes it. Grody is now one for three, but he is hit for a ball right on the button every time. 
And here's Don Hahn, who singled the last zone, a 3-2 pitch from Ken Holtzman, the starter, and struck out, swinging at a Holtzman fastball in the fifth. One for two. Stone continues to throw. Anybody gets on here, and the pitcher, Sadecki, will be batted for. It's five to one. The A's, at least their fans, are feeling that they've really got a headlong start for that second consecutive world championship. On fouls the first one. Off to the right, down the right field line, and into the seats. And by the way, for those of you who've been listening overseas and armed forces, American forces radio in Europe and in South America, FEM in Asia and in Japan, it's been nice having you with us on this World Series, the 70th in history. Strike one. The count fingers throws and another foul ball off to the right. A little bit deeper down the right field line into the seats this time, and it's quickly two strikes to uh, Hawk. play Hahn around to the right, but after his triple of the other night in New York, in the fourth game of the series, to left center, they played him a little to the left. This pitch is down low, gets between the legs of Fossey. One ball, two strikes. When Hahn struck out in the fifth inning, he chased the fastball low and away. One ball, two strikes. Harrelson on deck. Raleigh Fingers. Big right-hander throws a sidearm sweeping breaking ball that breaks low and away, and it's two and two. Fingers, when he gets that pitch over, it hits the outside corner of the plate, and he is most effective against right-handed hitters. That one missed. Two and two. Fingers working very fast now, comes back with a fastball, and it's fouled off to the right, upstairs, and dropped. Springstead, the umpire, with a new supply of baseballs now. Packed house, the Oakland Coliseum, and their A's are winning it 5-1. to one. Fingers throws again, fastball, little looper out into right field, and Jackson's going to take it on one hop. On as his second hit of this game, his sixth of the series, and that's the first of Raleigh Fingers, although Grody hits the ball very hard to Rudy and left. Bud Harrelson coming up. Nobody is on the... Well, Sudecki is now walking out to the on-deck circle, but you can bet if Harrelson gets on, or maybe even if he doesn't, he'll have a pinch hitter. Harrelson, a switch hitter, batting left-handed against Raleigh Fingers. Mets trying to battle back. They're down by four. Bando creeps in on the grass at third base. Fastball strike. Harrelson didn't think so. Turns away and yells something at Marty Springsteen. Well, you can do a little more jawing at the umpire in public in the seventh game of the World Series. You won't see him again until next year. They play Bud Harrelson to hit the other way. Harrelson has no hits today, six hits and 22 attempts in the series. Ball is hit out to center field. Davalio swoops over and takes it. Traveling all the way and suddenly forgot there was a man on base until Rudy yelled at him and then he whirled and threw it in. Two out. And Boswell is coming up. Ken Boswell was a pinch hitter yesterday and came through on a pinch hitter. Yoda has five hits. Two of those are home runs. He has been up 28 times. He has struck out twice today. He's a left-handed batter and quickly Wes Stock comes running out the pitching coach to talk to Raleigh Fingers. 
Ray Fossey's going to join him. And Darrell Knowles continues to warm. Garrett hasn't moved out of the batting box yet. Five runs on six hits. And no errors for Oakland. One run on seven hits. And an error that cost the run for the New York Mets. Stock comes back. Hahn is at second. Boswell is at first. There are two out. And Garrett is ready. Five to one. Mets trying to rally, trying to come back. Fingers throws outside and high. Ball one. And now the open crowd becomes a little restive. Infield pull well around for Garrett. Who can pull that ball? Slightly open stance. Swings. Gets a good cut at a fastball from Fingers and fouls it to the screen. George Stone continues to throw. He'll be the next pitcher. He'll be the fourth pitcher for the New York Mets. Yogi Bear said everybody will pitch that we need except Tom Seaver. He's through for the year. One ball, one strike. Fingers throws, breaking pitch, foul at the plate. Fingers curveball, foul at the plate. One and two. Leon is on deck. Dick Williams, arms folded, walking back and forth. In front of his dugout now takes his stance alongside of West Stock. That's the twosome you see together. Williams with his pitching coach, Stock. This is Rube Walker. Always sits himself very close to Yogi Berra. One and two. Two on the pitch. Breaking pitch. Grounded. Air book foul ball, says Donatelli at first base. And it just went foul because it hit a couple of feet in front of the bag in third territory, but then it caromed off foul. Boswell... Down down at first base with his third pinch hit. Joins Gonzalo Marquez, who was with the A's last year, also had three pinch hits in the series. And such people as Carl Warwick, Dusty Rhodes, and Bobby Brown all did the same thing. Our score is 5-1. to one. In the New York 7, Oakland leads. Fingers ready. Let's back to second. Now throws a breaking pitch. It's line foul. Down into the Mets bullpen. Caroms off there and out for Reggie Jackson in right field. Making pitch, and Garrett was way out in front of it. 5-1, and Jackson throws another one into the stand. Jackson has driven in two runs and thrown two balls into the stand. He's 2-2. Two for two. 1-2. Fingers to the stretch. Throws the pitch too high. And it's two balls, two strikes. Fossey. Walks out a few steps, tosses the ball back. Darrell Knowles continues to throw it out on the open bullpen. Shadows creeping over our head from the screen back out toward home plate. Fingers throws inside with the fastball, and he's gone three and two, and that gives the Nets something they've been looking for. Now instead of hugging it in there with one ball, two strikes, three and two, they can be off and running and get an extra jump. Should Garrett get wood on the ball? It'll give them a running start. The three and two and two out. Fingers ready in the stretch. The runners lead off. The runners are on the way. Fastball. Strike three. Oh! Garrett throws his bat away. The dust is struck out for the third time. Says a few words to Springstead. But it was a fastball right at the knees and struck him out. No run. Two hits. 
Noah's and two men left in transit between first and second and third. We go to the last of the seventh. It's five to one open. 30 seconds for station identification. At Lorner Jerem, you can find unbeatable values in men's fall suits. Knit in woven suits, normally $120, $130, now only $68. That's right, only $68 at all four Lorner Jerem locations. You'll find a tremendous selection of sizes, colors, styles, and fabrics to choose from at only $68. At Lorner Jerem, 7 South LaSalle, 11 North Wabash, Randhurst, and the Harlem Irving Plaza. Don't forget Blackhawk Hockey, tonight at 725 and at 6 o'clock, Confrontation Radio. On TV from WMAQ Chicago. While we were away, this crowd of 50,000, a sellout crowd singing God Bless America. Ralph Kiner, along with Jim Simpson, were going now to the bottom of the seventh inning, a new pitcher in the ballgame for the Mets, and here's Jim. George Stone in the second game. He fits an inning and saved the game for Matlock in New York. Five to one, our score, as Ralph said. Raleigh Finger steps in. Do the hitting. Bengals is 0 for 1 thus far in Texas strike. 0 for 1 in the series. This is his first time at bat in this game. Bengals are trusting to save this game for Oldsman has six outs to go. That pitch misses one ball, one strike. Golden opportunity in the seventh inning for the Mets, but Garrett got caught looking at the fastball. The eighth inning by the label is the best opportunity. Neon, Staub, and Jones are two up. Five out for right field. Staub comes on fast and can't get it on one hop. Fingers has a base hit. That ball wasn't drilled to right field. It's seven for the charging stars. Before the series started, Dick Williams is asked, whether or not the designated hitter rule in the American League would affect this ball club because his pitchers had not been able to hit because of that rule. He said he didn't think so. He was certainly right. The pitchers have had three base hits in this World Series. Two of them in this game. On an 0-2 count, Holtzman double to left, and now fingers. Texas League single to right. That'll bring up Campaneros, who's two-run homer in the third. Both open the game. Punk. Keller picks it up at first. Does it throw to first? He has to play in front of him. Just stood there. Couldn't get it out of his glove and throw it. Lester picked it out of his glove and nothing happened. Has to go as a base hit. Fingers down to second. Campanaris wanting his way off. the third hit in this game for Campanaris. And that'll bring up Rudy, who is two for two, plus the one. He has scored once. Five to one Oakland. The A's want to break it wide open. Another buck. Foul down the third baseline. Stone in deep trouble. And the Mets, a whisker away from letting this game get completely out of hand in the last of the seventh inning. And if the game gets out of hand... The World Series Championship rings go the other way. Jerry Kuzman, a fine pitcher in Shea Stadium in New York, has started to warm up. Down at second base, Raleigh Fingers ties his shoe. Milner is in on the grass at third. Garrett is also looking for the bunt. Rudy is looking down to Herb North. And the fans here in Oakland love it. 
Rudy steps back in. One strike to count. Squares around the butt again. Pops it up down behind the screen. And it's two strikes. And now Rudy will take a look again. Well, I remember when Rusty Stop was called on to punt a couple of times. Couldn't do it, so he had to swing away, and he swung away for a home run in New York. Let's see what Joe Rudy does. He walked in the first inning, singled in the third, and in the fifth. Stone steps on. Rudy steps in. The pitch. Ground ball foul. Outside the bag at third. Drips down, slowly rolling now for the A's bullpen. <laughs> Oakland A's won the first, the Mets tied it. They won the third, the Mets tied it. Then the Mets went ahead. The A's came back inside the series yesterday, and now they're out in front of the decisive one, five to one. Stone from the stretch. 0-2, down low and inside, one ball, two strikes. Ball pops out of the glove of Brody, walks over, picks it up, fires it back to Stone. Wind is blowing out towards center field. Miller is still in at first base. Garrett has gone back at third, figuring Rudy to swing away, and he takes this call, strike three. Rudy turns around and looks at Springsmith, as Garrett did just moments ago, but Stone gets the strikeout. And that'll bring up Sal Bando, 0 for 3 today, 6 for 25 in the series. He sent Staub to the warning track in right field the last time he was up. Fingers went off this, 7th inning with a Texas League single to right. Campanaris punted his way on when Miller did not make a throw at first. The family couldn't get the ball out of his glove. Breaking pitch is a ball one. And Rudy has just struck out looking. Leon keeps decoying behind the runner fingers at second base. Stone throws again. Breaking pitch. Catches the inside corner. And now Star Orlando puts his hands on his hips and says something to Marty Springsteen. said at the outset, the Oakland Coliseum sounds like the Roman Coliseum, and it does, or the way I imagine it did. One ball, one strike. Swing and a change and a miss. One ball, two strikes. Seventh inning, one man is out. Two men are on. And it's a four-run lead for Oakland. And a power hitter nevertheless chokes up just a bit on the back. Stone throws, swing and a miss. Bando is out of there. Stone got himself in some, some trouble with a couple of base hits. Here comes Reggie Jackson. In the third inning, when the A's got their four earned runs, Holtzman had a double. Campanero took the first pitch to the opposite field for a home run. Then Rudy single. Bando popped out and with two out. Jackson, who drove in two runs yesterday with two out, drove in two more today with one swing of his bat. A home run into the right center field bleacher. And now Reggie is nine hits and 28 times at bat. 
and has six RBIs and has made some important catches and throws. Stone, the left-hander, looking in now to Reggie Jackson, the left-handed hitter. Throws him a breaking pitch, swinging a miss, strike one. Nobody now in the Oakland bullpen, but Kuzman still getting warmed down in the Nets bullpen. Now Springstead stops, uh, steps out. Well, a streamer, I guess, is in the way. What it is, it's just floating out directly over second base, out over the center field wall, and it's distracting when a hitter looks at the pitcher. He can see past that fluttering of white. That has been removed, and with one strike, Jackson is ready. Don't throws. Down low. One ball, one strike. Fingers checking around to where Mion and Harrelson are. Campanos looking over his shoulder. Stone throws. Jackson checks his swing. Two and one. Pitch was low. Brody asked for a ruling by third base umpire, Paul Fire, and Fire affirms that Jackson did check his swing in time. Two and one, two out. This time it's a strike. Jackson tried to check his swing again. May have, but the ball says spring step is over the plate. Two balls, two strikes. Gene Tennis is on deck. They play Jackson around to the right and very deep. Swing and a miss. He has struck out. Stone got in trouble with the base hits to Fingers and the Capitals and then struck out Rudy, Bando, and Jackson. No runs. Two hits. No errors. And the same two left on base at the end of seven. Open five. New York one. All the Mets are down to their last six outs in this ballgame as we go to the top of the eighth inning. Oakland leading by a score of five to one. Lead-off batter for the Mets in this inning will be Felix Mion, who has doubled in three times up in this ball game, and he has scored the only Met run. Mets with a good chance as they come to the heart of their batting order. Felix Mion batting second, Rusty Stop batting third, and Cleon Jones batting fourth. And now, once again, here's Jim. Barney Springstead will uh, do a little work around home plate. Ray Fossey, the catcher, is ready. Beyond stepping out. And now steps back in. Felix Beyond. He doubled between Davalio and Rudy last time up. Fingers, throws. It's a strike. The Mets had a pretty good opportunity there in the sixth inning and again in the seventh inning. They're down five to one and they're running out of chances. Fingers throws again, low and away in the dirt. Bossy digs it out. It's one ball, one strike. The four first runs, all the earned runs by Oakland, as we showed you, came on the two home runs. First by Campanaris, then by Jackson. Then in the fifth inning, Campanaris singled, and the ball got away for Jones for an error, and Rudy immediately singled him home with his fourth RBI of the series. Breaking pitch catches the outside corner. That's what Fingers likes to do. Right-hander with a sweeping motion to a right-handed hitter, catching that corner low and away. One ball, two strikes. 
Rusty Staub stands on deck. Fingers ready. Throws a breaking pitch. Slow over toward Campanos at shortstop. Up with it quickly. Throws on. There he is. He's out by three or four steps. As slow as that was, Campaneros on the dead run was tapping his glove before he got there, saying, I've got it. Here's Rusty Staub. Fired to short center in the first, singled in the fourth, and doubled in his sixth RBI in the sixth. Rusty Staub has been a one-man gang for the New York Mets. He has 11 hits more than anybody else. He has six RBIs. But now one is out in the eighth inning. You just wonder, as we come down to the closing moments, will we see Woody Mays as a player again? Because this is his last game as a player after a remarkable career that began in 1951, when his first year started out in a World Series. And now he winds up that career in a World Series. Fastball is inside the stop. Ball one. Leon Jones kneeling on deck. They're still playing Staub to go the other way since that shoulder injury has not pulled too many pitches. There's a strike on the inside corner. Fastball from Fingers. Although last time up, Staub did pull a double to right field. Fingers throws a curveball that drops right over. One ball, two strikes. Big, slow curve from Raleigh Fingers. He gives you all that motion. the one-two pitch. Back with the fastball, grounded toward Green at second base. On the second up, he throws over to Tennyson and two out. And this crowd begins to feel that they are for real, that the Oakland A's are going to nail this down. Two out of the eighth inning. They're four outs away from becoming the first teams of the Yankees of the 62-63 seasons to win back-to-back -back world championships. Here's Cleon Jones. Sent Jackson deep to center to haul in his long drive in the second, walked in the fourth, and fly to right in the sixth. Five to one, our score in the eighth. Milner on deck. Fastball catches the outside ball. Frank one from Fingers. ball game was scoreless through the first two and a half innings before the four-run third. Swinging strike on a slow fingers curveball. And then John Matlack would not allow but one earned run in the previous 42 and a third innings allowed four. As for the second time in the series, he was pitching with the unaccustomed to three days rest instead of four. 0-2 now, the count to Cleon Jones. Fingers ready. Throws in the fastball and misses outside. One ball, two strikes. Good in sunshine, but out beyond center field, some very dark, rainy-looking clouds. Just look like they will go by the other way. Not stop here. One and two, throws in the breaking pitch, low and away. Two balls, two strikes. trying to save this game for Holtzman and win the World Series. Fastball backs him out of there. At a count of 0-2, Sitz has missed twice low and away and then busted him with the fastball inside. 
And it's three and two with two out. Mets down by four. Need lots of base runners and some timely hits. Fastball is foul down the right field line. This will be well back in the seats. Still three and two. started out here a week ago yesterday. We played through two games. The left Oakland, even Steven, a game apiece. On to New York. When we came back, it was the Mets who were leading. Swing and a miss and a hard curveball or slider. Fingers strikes on Cleon Jones. They've got three outs to go and the World Championship will belong to Oakland. In other words, the Mets are running out of time. We go to the last of the eighth. Oakland five and New York one. After 174 ball games, it's down to the bottom of the eighth inning. Oakland leading in the final game of this best of four out of seven by a score of five to one. In the top of the ninth inning, the Mets will have John Milner, Jerry Grody, and Don Hahn as their first three batters. The first, the bottom half of the eighth, and here's Jim Simpson. Dean Tennis, who is over two, but a very important walk. When he walked in the third inning, he caught a Babe Ruth record set in the 1926 World Series of 11 walks in the seven-game series. Dennis, the hero of last year's World Series, up for perhaps the last time this year, takes a strike at the knees. Well, you begin to wonder, should this score hold up? And it's a comfortable 4-1 lead with one inning to go. What the announcement of Dick Williams will be, the manager of the A's. Going back, down low, it is 1-1. One one. Here's a man that took the Boston Red Sox for the 1967 World Series. Much to the surprise of many. And then, of course, he had Oakland in the championship before last year. Here's the drive. Deep to left field. Jones back by the warning track now. Circles in and takes it. One out in the eighth. And that'll bring up Davileo, who is over two. To continue the story, he had the championships. Oakland in the championship one year against Baltimore. Did not make it to the World Series. Came back the next year. Made it to the World Series. And all the way to the World Championship. Beating Cincinnati in seven games last year. And now he has won a third straight division title. And looks like he's going to win a second straight World Series. He will have managed two different ball clubs to three World Series since 1967. That is some kind of management. Avalio takes a pitch up high. Ball one. It'll be Milner, Grody, and Hahn in the ninth inning for New York in their last chance. Avalio, down ball toward Miano's second base. Up with it, side arms up to Milner, they're two out. And the Oakland eight. Ray Fossey will come up for the first time. He went in as a defensive replacement. Fossey has stood up 18 times, has two base hits, one of which was a double. Right-handed batter. Nelson pulls way around in the hole for Fossey, standing back at the very edge of the outfield grass. Line drive between them. No matter how far over he was pulled, it went right between Nelson and Garrett. And Fossey gets another base hit. That's the third off stone. Well, Fossey now on the series, three for 19. And here's Dick Green. All for three today, one for 15 in the series. But he has had some defensive gems at second base. Five runs, nine hits, no errors for Oakland. One run, seven hits, and one error for New York. Stone, the fourth Mets pitcher, throws. Swing and a miss by Green on the fastball. 
Temporarily has disappeared behind the clouds, and now we see bits of paper and confetti floating down from various areas of the stands. The Oakland fans, wrapped by their ballplayers a week ago, celebrating this weekend, a bit slowing away. One ball, one strike. As a matter of fact, the A's yesterday, with a sellout crowd streaming as they are today, said in their locker room afterwards they couldn't believe it. Was that the same Oakland crowd they'd known for so many years? One and one, Stone throws, swinging in the ground. Foul right at the plate, picked up by Grody quickly and thrown back to Stone. One ball, two strikes. If the A's do win, they will have won three of their four home games of this World Series, while the Mets won two out of three of their home games at Chase Stadium. One and two. Stone throws, round ball, four and Harrelson the shortstop. Up with it, he'll go to first base. And he has got three for the third out. And Miller flips it back. And now, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. We go to the ninth inning, the best last chance. At the end of eight, it's five to one, Oakland. Gillette Championship shaving is on the air. The first blade is cutting the whisker. That's one shave. And the second blade is coming over to play for two. It's got it. A beautiful double play on that whisker by the two-bladed Gillette Let's get an instant replay of those two blades teaming up on that incredible shave. There, the track two is beginning to shave the whisker. The first blade lifting it out away from the face, actually exposing extra whisker. The first blade is through, and the whisker is starting to snap back in. But here comes the second blade. It's going to nail that whisker again before it can all get back. Yes, the Gillette track two has shaved the same whisker twice for a closer shave. And both those blades are recessed for extra safety. The final score, a track two razor effect, two who whiskers nothing. Folks, that's championship shaving brought to you by the Gillette Track 2 shaving system. The closest thing to a perfect shave. Back in Oakland, California, Ralph Connor, my partner, has left to go to the Mets dressing room. But you can feel, and I know that you can hear the excitement of these Oakland A fans. As they feel, they're just a... Inning away, three outs away of winning our second consecutive world championship since the mighty Yankees did it in the early 60s. And more importantly, for the American League, it will be the first time that any league has repeated as World Series champions in the last seven years. They've been alternating. Milner, 0 for 3, leads it off against Raleigh Fingers. It's not over yet. It's 5 to 1 open. He takes the breaking pitch on the inside corner, strike one. Brody stands on deck. There are white pennants with green letterings of Oakland all around. There are batting helmets of the Oakland A's. Green jackets, breaking pits, the curveball missed outside, one and one. And a young man below me walks by with a sign that he prepared this morning, obviously, beautifully pennant, says World Series Champion 1973, the A's. Pitches up high and inside, two balls, one strike. Fossey yells out at fingers. Get the ball over. Make them hit it. We're up by four. Fingers back, throws the fastball, and Miller had a pretty good cut, but fouls it back. It's two and two. Clouds have covered up the sun, but it's a bright picture here for A's fans at the moment, a pretty dark one for the Mets. 2-2, ball is pulled, foul, down to the Mets bullpen. Pass Roy McMillan, the coach at first base. Don Hahn is third up, due up in the inning, and you just wonder again out loud whether or not 
Woody Mays will get a chance to swing a bat. Fingers throws inside with a fastball. Three and two. The wind is blowing straight out towards center field. And now Milner steps out. An object of some kind got loose on the field behind home plate. Three and two. Milner waits, fingers throws. Again, a foul. Sharply hit. Pass first base, where tennis is guarding that line. Jackson comes over. Let's see if he throws this one into the stands. He runs back. He throws it into the stands. And they drop it out. So now he's got to retrieve it down on the warning track and flip it up again. That's three that Reggie has thrown into the stands. And we make a point of it because technically not supposed to do that. That brings a fun. They balls two strikes. Back again with the fastball. Fouled upstairs behind us. Still three and two. We are in the ninth inning in Oakland, California in the seventh game of the World Series. And the A's lead it 5-1. to one. Fingers. Throws him the fastball again. Foul. Pass. Tennis at first base. That's three straight pitches that Milner's been out in front of and has ripped past the first baseman. Jackson has another one. And Harry Wendell stepped the umpire saying a few words to him out there. Reggie's having fun now, chasing down foul balls and throwing them in the seats. He could be the series' most valuable player. Pitches inside, and look out, the Mets are alive as Milner draws the walk. That's one thing a relief pitcher is not supposed to do, and so Bustock comes racing out. Don't put men on base. Don Hahn comes out in the on-deck circle. Brody is waiting in the batter's box. Five to one the score. Some people are beginning to move around now. Daryl Knowles is getting up. Down on the bullpen. Bossy comes back. Eddie Yost yells something across to Roy McMillan, yelling from third to first base. Infield. In at the corners, looking for the double play, and playing Brody slightly around to the right. He has one for three, has hit the ball hard every time. It's low, ball one. Jackson made a diving catch on him in the second. He singled the left in the fifth, and he lined to Rudy and left in the seventh. Brody has been pulling the baseball, hitting it hard, but he's one for three. He has eight hits in the series. This pitch, breaking ball, catches the outside corner. In the bullpen right now, the right-hander is James Catfish Hunter, the winner of yesterday's important game that even the series of three games apiece. Hunter is up and throwing. Dick Williams making sure they nail us down here in the ninth inning. Fastball is popped up foul behind home plate. One ball, two strikes. Miller practically standing on the bag at first base. Doesn't want to get picked off. No way is he going to be stealing. They're down by four. On out on deck. Fingers throws a breaking pitch, but it's blown away. Two balls, two strikes. Fossey again walks out and now fires the ball back to him, telling him, get the ball over the plate. Don't lose this man. Five to one. Oakland, ninth inning. Fingers looks over. Throws the ball, punched out toward left field, on comes Rudy, and he's there! Next 
the line drive and retreating to first base is Miller. There's one out as Rudy goes all the way to tennis at first base. Brody has won before the day and is in some kind of shots every time he's been up. One out in the ninth and Hahn is up and Harrelson comes out on deck. Salvando walks over to talk to Ray Fossey. And Raleigh Fingers. Fossey now tells everybody this one out. Bando's still talking. Talking to Green. What's going to happen as he talks back, signaling over to first where they're going to play. Now Green yells back to Bando. And now Green backs up. He was coming in close to the grass, but now backs up to normal double play depth. Fastball, foul of the screen by Hahn. Hahn today is two for three. He struck out swinging at a Holtzman fastball in the fifth, but other than that, he has had base hits. Hunter and Knowles continue to throw. On full stance. Gets a side on third ball strike. Fingers drop down and then across a beautiful curveball for strike two. And now a streamer goes into the open bullpen and wraps itself around Catfish Hunter. Dale Knowles helps him get it off. Long streamer paper. There's streamers out in right center field. Fingers throws. Fastball that's too high. One ball, two strikes. wants it over. So do the A's. Fastball outside. Hahn almost chased it. It's two and two. He struck out at just that same kind of outside fastball in the fifth inning. Hahn can run pretty well. Builder fairly well. Ball punch to right field. Base hit. Miller will stop at second base. Hahn gets his third hit of the day. And now Harrelson will come up. And someone will have to swing, lest there be a double play, for the pitcher. Harrelson walks up in this 5-1 ball game. Two men are on. Harrelson, by no stretch of the imagination, is known as a long ball hitter. The A's fans getting a little... Restive now, out on bet. Our deck is Ed Cranepool. Yogi Berra not going with sentiment, but going with power and the left-hander against the right-hander. That could change depending on if Dick Williams makes a change. Fingers throws. Helson tries to bunt his way off. Over his fingers to pick it up. He throws on to first base. Got him as the runners move up. Helson bunting for the base hit. Was thrown out on the fine play by Fingers. And now they're on out away. And Ed Cranegould, the last of the original Mets, signed out of high school in New York at the age of 17 to join that first team, will be the man coming up. Russ gets the umpire down the left field line, retrieves some streamers that were thrown from the stands there. Five to one, our score. Over third base is Milner. Down at second base is Hahn. Bando and Fossey and Fingers 
have had something to say to each other. Now Cranepool is coming up. It has been up twice before in this World Series, has failed to hit. The organist begins to play music. The A's fans sense that this might be it. It is Hunter that is throwing most and the hardest in the bullpen. And now, Nick Davalillo is picking up that streamer that's been resting out in right center field for some time. Didn't really notice it because Brody and Hahn, who were up there, were right-handed hitters, and he was over in left center field. Now he's moved to right center and deep, then he noticed it and picked it up. Rainpool is ready. And so is Raleigh Fingers. Fastball, too low, ball one. The Mets looking for just one more miracle. The A's in the last two ball games have looked like the Oakland ball club everybody understood them to be. Good pitching, powerful 320 game winners. All of the A's are up on the front step. There's a strike at the knees. All of the A's, these same A's that fought each other, that fought their owners. All through the season and all through this World Series, now as one unit are standing on the top step of their dugout, ready just to break into celebration should they win their second World Series in a row. Fingers with a one ball, one strike. Comes back, it's fouled off, and now Crane Gould has a one-two count on him. Erdogan gets out and waves back his left fielder. Well, a fan breaks out onto the field in right field and shakes Reggie Jackson's hand and then with nobody saying to do anything, comes back, said, I did it, climbs back into the stand. Norton is trying to get Davalillo's attention. He's way over in right center field and wave him around for dead center. They don't feel Cranepool is going to pull the ball that much. One and two with two out. Garrett on deck. Five to one, Oakland. Two out of the ninth. Curveball foul, just barely ticked. It rolls to the screen. Still one ball, two strikes. Bobby Springstead turns around and holds up his finger, pointing back toward the photographers and fans just off to the left of home plate. Rainbow waits. Fingers has the sign. The pitch is a curveball bounded toward the first baseman. Tennis. He bobbled the ball. Twice he bobbled it. The fans came on thinking it was all over, but it is not. It is five to two. Runners at first and third. And we are still in the game as Garrett steps up. They'll have to clear the fans off. They're shaking and hugging each other as though it's all over. But while they do that and now leave the field, let's call 30 seconds for station identification. At Lauder Jerem, you can find unbeatable values in men's fall suits. Knitted woven suits, normally $120, $130, now only $68. That's right, only $68 at all four Lauder Jerem locations. You'll find a tremendous selection of sizes, colors, styles, and fabrics to choose from at only $68. At Lauder Jerem, 7 South LaSalle, 11 North Wabash, Randhurst, and Harlem Irving Plaza. Right after the game, confrontation, it's radio on TV from WMAQ Chicago. With Ralph Connor, who is down in the Mets' dressing room, this is Jim Simpson. The fans have left the field, but Dick Williams, the manager of the Oakland A's, is walking onto the field. This 
ball game should be over by now. But Gene Tennis, last year's World Series hero, was been playing superb defense at first base until now, allowed the ball to play him, booted it away, then tried to pick it up and dropped it again. Garrett coming up, Fingers is going to walk out, and Darrell Knowles runs in. The hand is for Raleigh Fingers. Three and a third inning. Has given up an unearned run. Three base hits, struck out two and walked one. For Darrell Knowles, this is his seventh World Series game. You can't play in any more than that. It is a series record. Darrell Knowles. Out with a bad hand last year, unable to play. Sets a series record this year. And gets a chance now to shut the door on the New York Mets. who have an unearned run. It is a 5-2 ball game. And with runners at first and third, the only man in the World Series to hit two home runs is the tying run, Wayne Garrett. He will face Darrell Knowles. Garrett today has struck out three times in four appearances. Teddy Martinez has gone in to run for Cranepool at first base. So it is on over third, Martinez, Martinez at first. And Garrett, 0 for 4 for the day, 5 for 29 for the series. Facing Knowles, the fastball is in the dirt. They play Garrett, even though he's going against the fastballing left-hander, way around to the right, still to pull the ball. And now the fans realize, instead of this World Series being over, as it should be, but for the error. One swing of the bat could tie it up. Goes back, throws a little looper. Capitaris goes back, says, I've got it, there it is it! Well, we are back. 
And the story of the game, not the series, the game is in the third inning off John Matlack, who in the last 42 and a third innings before this happened had allowed but one earned run. Matlack gave up a base hit on an 0-2 count of all things to the pitcher Ken Holtzman, who doubled the left. Happy Cabanaras hit the first pitch the other way for a home run, the first home run of the 1973 series for the home run hitting Oakland A's. Now strange it was, it was hit by Campaneras, who only hit four during the regular season. That made it two to nothing. Joe Rudy came on and singled the center field, but Mando popped out to Milner at first base. Reggie Jackson hit a 1-1 pitch for the longest home run of the World Series. Way over the 375-foot mark out in right center field, and suddenly it was four to nothing. And to all intents and purposes, the ball game was over. Campaneros got another run, an unearned run in the fifth inning when he singled. Went to second base on the air by Jones, was driven home by Rudy. New York came back to score a run in the sixth inning on the double by Mion, and Stop doubled him home for a sixth RBI to make it five to one. And then when Milner walked in the ninth inning, he later came around on the error when Trainville bounced the ball for tennis, what should have been the third out of the World Series. Tennis let the ball play him, and that was it. And the score became... Five to two. Five runs, nine hits, and one error with Holtzman, the winning pitcher. His lifetime in the World Series is now three and one. Two runs, eight hits, and one error for New York. And John Matlack, who was Mr. Everything for the New York Mets all down the stretch through the month of September in the playoffs and in the World Series until now, is the loser. And the Mets' miracle? Well, they'll have to hope that they get another one next year. They had one in 1969. They won this National League Eastern Division the day after the season ended out in Chicago. Then they went on and took the highly favored Cincinnati Reds in five games. They came to the day all even after fighting back, going ahead, then tied at three games apiece. And somehow the miracle fizzled out. And the Mets have lost and the Oakland A's have won. And we'll be back for more color. Highly favored Cincinnati Reds in five games. They came to the day all even after fighting back, going ahead, then tied at three games apiece. And somehow the miracle fizzled out. And the Mets have lost and the Oakland A's have won. And we'll be back for more color in one minute. Transportation, welfare, ecology, politics, education, the economy. Headlines, newsmakers, and correspondents across the nation. Updated every hour. On the international scene, instant service from NBC newsmen on the alert everywhere in the world. All combined in clear, accurate, up-to-the-minute reports on NBC News on the Hour. Plus, hotlines on major national or world developments, bulletins on important events just occurring, urgent reports on breaking news. The voices of newsmakers and reporters. The sounds of news in the making. NBC News gets it when it happens. You get it when it happens any moment of the day. Hear it on radio. Hear it at its very best. Hear it on NBC. In the dressing room, Tony Kubek is talking to manager Dick Williams. Let's join in. Yeah, but with Garrett, uh, Raleigh just did a tremendous job. It's a shame he didn't uh, get to finish it, but this was a club that took all 25 men, and uh, well, we proved it again today. And we played a very fine ball club. I have all the respect and our players have all the respect in the world for uh, Yogi Berra and his great ball club. And it was a tremendous battle. And we play 101 games, and one of us would win 50, and the other one would win 51. Kenny Holson started the ball game for you. He gave you a good top five innings, which I think is what you expected. This is what we were hoping for, and Kenny let it all hang out.
out. Tony, and he's just been a tremendous job. Riley Fingers came right in, came up with a big pitch for you again. He's been excellent all year. Darrell Knowles also, and uh, uh, it's just a complete uh, uh, team effort all the way. Well, yeah, congratulations. I know it's a lot harder to repeat the second time around. It's a whale of a job. Thank you Two times world champions. Let's get Joe Rudy up here, Monty. All right, Tony, and uh, someone for Reggie Jackson over here, too, uh, just a minute. Here is the finest left fielder in the game today, certainly if not the finest, one of the best. Joe Rudy, another great World Series. It seems like that the World Classic brings it out of it. Money, I think uh, really good up those games, but it wouldn't get us more than two off. But it was a super. Uh, the Mets played a great series and uh, had fantastic pitching. And uh, our back against the wall, we came back to New York, and I know everybody was down. We went out there yesterday and busted our ass and uh, came out okay. Joe, this, uh, getting back home, this Oakland crowd today looked to be and sounded to be from the press box just as great as any crowd could ever be. It was. Yesterday and today both, especially yesterday, it really got the guys up. We went out there and everybody was feeling down. The crowd was really cheering for us and uh, really got the drilling going and made me feel great. Joe, you did a great job. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you, Mike. Two world championships in a row. Here's uh, Daryl Knowles and Reggie Jackson. Reggie, come here just a minute. I tell you what, this fellow, we've talked about playing under duress. I don't think anybody knows very much about what Reggie Jackson has been playing under the last few weeks. Reggie, I can announce to you right now, before we talk about one thing that really is going to be something, you have been chosen the most valuable player of the 1973 World Series. For that, Reggie, you'll receive a 1974 Dodge Dart, and I know you're going to be driving it around in pride. Now, Reggie, there's something else that nobody has known anything about except a few people and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And Reggie said a long time ago, about three weeks ago, there's going to come a time when I want to tell the story. Reggie, this is it right now. Would you like to tell the story? Well, my, I was at home one afternoon, and I was tired as hell. I was trying to get some rest, and I, had a, I was talking on the phone, and I get an interruption in, in a phone call, and it's Finley. And uh, he told me, he said... I want you to go to the ballpark right now. He said, Dick Williams is there, and there are two FBI agents. And I said to myself, what have I done? I haven't missed any alimony payments. I don't, I don't, sell, sell, I, I, I don't sell dope. I, have, I don't honk at any cops. I haven't done anything wrong. And so I, I got dressed as fast as I could, and I went out to the stadium, and Dick was there, and he was kind of looking mad, and I was a little bit afraid. We were in Mr. Finley's office, and the two FBI agents were there, and they told me that they had gotten a letter from... A group called the Weathermen, so-called the Weathermen, and the letter was a, uh, a threat on my life. It said, if Reggie Jackson plays in the playoffs, in the 1973 playoffs of the World Series, it'll be the last time he ever does anything. And we just took precautions, and the FBI people were great. Uh, I had an escort in Baltimore. I had an escort to and from the ballpark in New York. Everything was great. I wasn't worried at any time, but... You know, now is the time to tell the story, but now let's talk about baseball. Absolutely, Reggie. The letter did come to us. Reggie Jackson, most valuable player award in the uh, World Series. Congratulations to you. Well, thanks a lot. I'd just like to say that um, I feel like I'm accepting the award for Raleigh. Any one of four guys could have got it. Raleigh Fingers, Joe Rudy, uh, Bert Campanaris, Daryl Moles appeared in seven straight games, and I was just fortunate enough to be in the right spot at the right time, I guess. So I'm accepting it out of one out of five. And another thing I want to say is the last two days... We played hardball, we played baseball, and the man on my left taught me how. He didn't give me any pep talks, he didn't say, uh, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, he didn't say, you're back to the wall. It's understood. Dick Williams taught me how to get ready for the last two baseball games. I owe him a hell of a lot for it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that he's leaving. I wish the hell he wasn't, but I understand. 
Reggie, thank you very much. Okay, let me talk to uh, Daryl Lowe over here. Daryl, how does it feel to be a World Series record holder being in seven games out of seven? Marty, I'll tell you this. I didn't want any part of that game today. I'm going to kill Gino when I get out of there because <laughs> the man makes that error, you know. And, but I tell you, it's just it's great to be in a World Series. I didn't get to play last year. I never dreamed I'd get in seven ball games. I'm just happy as heck that we won it and that I was able to pitch. Well, Daryl, you got one of the biggest outs the World Series had ever seen when you got Rusty Stab yesterday. Congratulations. I was pulling for you because you didn't get in last year. Well, thank you for the money. It's a super thrill, please. Thank you. Daryl here's Raleigh Fingers, whose mustache has become one of the most famous, but his arm is the thing that has made it famous, really. Raleigh, in six more of them this year. How do you feel now? Ready for a long rest? Yes, sir. I'll tell you, I'm going to take a big winner off. Uh, I got tired in the ninth inning here, but Daryl picked me up. Were you a little unhappy to come out of there, or do you want to get that last out? I'd like to stay in and got the last out, but uh, I, I know that Dick wanted, wanted to go out there and get him, because with a left-hander, especially a guy like Gary who can hit the ball out of the ballpark, I really didn't have my good velocity in the last inning. And, uh, I was throwing the ball where I wanted to, but I just didn't have a good velocity, and there's a good chance he, he might hit one out on me. So uh, I think a left-hander, left-hander uh, situation was good to come in there. Raleigh, nice job. Congratulations to you. Sal Bando, as captain of this team, how do you feel repeating for the first time any team's repeated in since 61? Well, Manny, and actually it's a great feeling, and I still don't think the people out there have really seen how good we can really play. We had a couple of adversities facing us in this series, and uh, the way we played only shows how good we can really be. Was there anything specially done by you players the last couple of days to come back and really become the Oakland A's championship team and sort of put it together again? Well, I think at the beginning we were just happy to be here because it was two years in a row, and then when they were out there leading us, we said, gentlemen, we cannot let them beat us, and we got to go out there and show them where the better ball club, and I think we just put it in high gear those last two games. Sorry, the Mets are a mighty good ball club, aren't they? They sure are. They've got excellent pitching, good defense, and uh, it's a good thing that uh, Campy and Reggie got a hold of a couple of nights. Thank you, Sal. Very much.